hello, nerds. This is Santa Claus, and thank you for joining Lane and Deej for today's special Christmas podcast. They have been good boys this year, so share this with your friends and family. I know I'll be listening in my sleigh on Christmas Eve. Merry Christmas! Episode 40, this is our Christmas special this uh, this week, because this is Christmas week. Christmas so, week, five days. Now, just to let you guys know ahead of time, there are going to be certain clips and things that I can't necessarily put into the live feed, so if you want to check them the clips out, you can go to our YouTube channel, just search Nerd Talk Clips Podcast, and they'll be right there, um, right on our, on our up recently uploaded videos, we uploaded all of them. Just uh, in the last couple days, um, but we're gonna go ahead and, and cover this right now. We're covering um, a Marvel animated series called Frostfight, or not a series, a movie. And then we're also covering um, "Twas the Fight Before Christmas," the JLA comic book, um, JLA number sixty. And then we have a few little blurbs about Santa Claus in the Wizarding World and things like that. So it's not going to be a very long episode. I also didn't do any news. I mean, we can check some stuff on the fly here, but I don't think there's anything that really popped up for me this week anyway. Um, let's let's just go right down the list. Um, do, do, do. Thank you guys for being patient. We've been I had that live feed going for like uh, close to an hour. Oh, yeah, dude, they released a new picture of Goldar. Yeah, I've seen that. It looks weird. It's really strange. Alright, so... It doesn't seem as though there is any Walking Dead news that is really worthy of talking about. It's no surprise that it's the number one show on the cable for the fifth consecutive year. Even though it's saying like their ratings are dropping and shit, it's still number one. Yeah. Um, that's that's pretty dope. All right, so let's go check DC. Oh shit! There's a new Justice League photo. That's interesting. What Batman and Wonder Woman? I guess so. That seems what it looks like. That's nothing seems... we haven't seen before. No. Doesn't seem to, yeah, to be any different than. It's pretty cool looking though. Yeah. I so, uh, that Flash outfit's pretty badass. Dude, so this is uh, I think last night was the last episode of Shameless of this season. Yeah. But in the episode, there's a scene where they're they're in the living room watching Batman. Yeah. Like Batman and Joker are fighting. Interesting. It was cool. 
Like an animated show? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, like a cartoon. It was funny. Uh, yeah, it doesn't look like there's a whole lot of DC news either. From I don't remember what we covered last week. Well, on some Marvel news, apparently Vincent D'Onofrio, the guy that plays Kingpin on Daredevil Netflix series, wants his own spinoff show. That would be cool. He was dope, dude. Oh, he did he a was great so fucking cool. Yeah, I liked him. Yeah, he was a really good villain. Uh, yeah, so that's... Let's see here. Disney passes seven dollar, seven billion dollar global box office to set industry record with all their new movies. That like Damn. they've had some hits this year, dude. They sure Disney have. is on the way. And they're dude. They're, you know they're thinking about buying Netflix. You're gonna buy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard that. Yeah, it's crazy. Let's see. Is there any box mm. office? Planet Hulk's Sakar will be featured in Thor Ragnarok. We watched that. We watched, yeah, Planet Hulk. Let's see, box office mojo. I just want to see what Rogue, <coughs> what Rogue One's opening was. Wow. What? 290 million opening. Is that great? That's really good. What's that? How does it stand on the list? The list of what? Like of all the movies that like the like, was it ranked? Oh, I don't, I don't know. I mean, maybe it didn't open to that domestic. Domestic total is one hundred and fifty-five. Worldwide is oh yeah, three hundred and five million eight hundred eighty-eight. That's insane. Yeah, that's a lot for opening weekend. Damn. That's crazy. Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence imagine a Star-Lord and Mystique love story. Interesting. They posted... He posted something on the on Twitter the other day about... About, uh... Her welcoming her back to the Marvel Universe or something. Dude, I also read something. I don't think we talked about it on news, but... Um... Well, look, Vincent D'Onofrio addresses if Kingpin will appear in Defenders or Spider-Man. Hmm. It's interesting. I would love to see that Daredevil in this Spider-Man. And, and Deadpool. Yeah, that would be fucking but crazy. I read something that they were going to <coughs> revamp the uh, the mutants, X-Men. But they were going to put it in Deadpool's universe. Like, it was going to be his movies, but... there was. Oh, that's awesome. I read it, you know, that way. They're not going to do a whole new X-Men X -Men movies, but they're going to incorporate other X-Men. Yeah. Into that would be awesome. Yes. That's what, that's what they... They need to do something like that, because Deadpool just killing it. And I bet you they're going to kill it with the with the second one, too. It's going to be awesome, I guarantee it. Okay. Why is WWE... I have no idea. ...in there? That's stupid. On comicbook.com, they have a section for WWE news. That's dumb. That's not... Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. They have pop culture now, too, which is... That's nice. Like, there's there's been a lot of images of the new Power Rangers movie coming out, and it just is... I, I, that movie's gonna be something else. I don't know. I don't currently know. How do you how do you feel about Goldar? The way he looks. 
I don't know. I didn't. I just. I saw the thing, but then it had like. I didn't really look at it. It's so different. Where do I find it? Um, I don't know. They posted it yesterday. Here's a. Oh, they have a picture of what the putties are gonna look like. So that, that's something. This is Goldar. Yes. This looks like a toy. What well, is a toy? Interesting. I mean, he looks badass. He sure as fuck is gold. Yeah, he doesn't look like that guy, but it's not. It's not. Doesn't look like your typical Goldar. But this is a re, re. This is all a redo of Power Rangers. I'm just gonna accept it for what it is. That's the Megazord. Maybe that's what Goldar looks like when he gets really big. Because if it's standing right next to a Megazord, the Megazord's big. You know what I mean? Maybe yeah. re, maybe a reader makes him huge and he just looks like this. That's a pretty fair assumption. I'm not sure, man. I I feel very indifferent about it. Okay. Like it looks cool, but it's. But then I go see it. I bet it's gonna be the best action Power Rangers movie we've ever seen. Or oh, any. I guarantee it. I mean, it it just here's what the putties look like. Wait, oh, those are the oh Zords. Yeah. Triceratops. Those are all toys. Yeah, that's all. That's how everybody's getting this information is through all the toys. I bet that thing looks way cooler. Like... Well, yeah. Pitium, Pitium, Pterodactyl, Sepatut Taiga. So they're gonna keep true to their old, to all the original. That's cool. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about, man. Those are the best. I don't care. The hell is that? Nah, man. That's Macedon? I don't know. I wouldn't shoot well. Yeah. yeah. Weird. I thought this was gonna show us what the putties looked like. That's the article, like, look, right there. <laughs> I know. I didn't even see one. That's, That's weird. Awesome. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's been, it's light on news for everything, I guess. I mean, there's, there's probably a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes, but we cover so many different news items that it's just hard. It's hard to do, you know, certain things like that. But, um, <laughs> new putties, <laughs> all these new putty, <laughs> silly putties. Yeah. That's alright. We'll we'll have a trailer here soon. Yeah. The movie comes out really soon. Next year, twenty seventeen. January, I think. Really? It comes out really soon, man. There's no. We haven't got a tra trailer yet. We got one trailer. Yeah, yeah. But usually we get a better trailer. You get three trailers usually of every of every movie generally. Like the. Maybe they just don't want to let too much go. Man. They're like, all they all they need to know is there's new Power Rangers. People. Oh, March 24th. Okay, that sounds better. Either way, dude, that's so soon. Yeah. That's still like only three months away. It is. That's and that's insane. Like, so they, there should be trailers dropping left and right for this thing. Like, at, right after Christmas, I bet we get some crazy shit. I bet the first new movie that comes out, like the first nerdy movie of the year, will be have that trailer. Yeah. What is the first nerdy movie of 2017? I don't know. Uh, let's see. Let's go. Let's go over some 2017 movie release dates. Twenty seventeen movie release. Mm. So you gotta find one that's gonna have like a list of the. Well, a new Underworld movie, January sixth. I guess you could consider that nerdy. Underworld? I've never mm -hmm. even watched Underworld. Those are good, man. They're good vampire movies. Triple X, Return of Xander Cage. 
February. Mm. I am not your Negro. That's the name of a movie coming out. <laughs> That's interesting. So nothing in February as far as like comic books go. Lego Batman movie <laughs> experience in IMAX. A lot of people, a lot of people were saying that the Lego Batman movie <laughs> is going to be the first release of the Justice League trailer. We've already seen a Justice League trailer. No, the 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 full official Justice League trailer. Mm. Like, no, that one that, that one that we did get it was a teaser. Technically. I don't know, so maybe. So probably it's looking like that was what that was February. So Logan, Logan comes out March third. Ooh. Oh baby, I can't. That movie looks great. I heard, I read something also that uh, what's his face, Hugh Jackman took a pay cut to make the move to allow the movie to be rated R. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. That's what I heard. Well, it is his last movie, man, as well. Yeah. Kong so got... Kong Skull Island. Yeah, that's gonna be Dude, awesome. I, I think we should cover that. I would be down with that. I don't do you think I don't necessarily think it fits our criteria, but I like it. I don't care. Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast looks awesome yes, too. Yes, dude, it does. Emma Watson is so hot. Power Rangers, Power March twenty fourth. Ghost in the Shell. Ghost in the Shell. I don't know much about that at all, but it looks really good. Yeah. I think we should definitely look into it. We got if anybody out there wants us to cover Ghost in the Shell specifically, get at us. In April. It's not nerdy, but Fate of the Furious trailer looks fucking fantastic. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Beyond fantastic. It looks so good. How to be a Latin lover. <laughs> Interesting. Guardians of the Galaxy, May 5th. <clears throat> Gal Guardians of the Galaxy 2. So, so far we have Logan, Power Rangers, Guardians. Logan and Power Rangers are in the same month. And then we don't have anything nerdy until May. So we skip. April has nothing. So we get in in May. We get Guardians <laughs> two. Yep, and Pirates of the Pirates Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean five. Fuck son. yeah, dude! Oh man, I can't. I'm wait watching for every that. single one of those again. I think we should do a big badass fucking Car Pirates of the Caribbean episode. Oh, I'd be down with that. Fuck yeah! I'm yeah, dude, that. I'm so down with that. <clears throat> Anybody else is down with that? Let us know. See in June. Right in the beginning, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman, June second. Cars three, June sixteenth. Oh, the which... new Mummy. The new Mummy movie's coming out. That shit looks brutal. Which Cars 3 is just... I'm just excited to see that in general just because it looks interesting. Transformers The Last Night. Yeah, which we haven't seen the trailer for that either. No, we'll have to cover that. Yeah, that's going to be cool. <coughs> in July, we got Spider-Man Homecoming, July 7th. Fuck yeah. War of War for the Planet of the Apes. I, I'm down. I, I love those movies. I haven't even watched any of them after War? the first one. Oh, they're good, man. I mean, I think there's only two. Well, no, there's... There's three. There's... Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. That's it. And there's only three movies coming out in August, apparently. Oh man, I I think there I think this is the fourth one. Why do I think that? Maybe I'm wrong. Oh, there ain't shit coming out in August. Kingsman: The Golden Circle, October sixth. Yes. A new Kingsman movie. Oh man, we covered that on the podcast months ago. Saw eight. And Friday the 13th come out in October. Oh, that's a complete reboot. Alright, let's see this. Look at this. November. This is the late, latest it goes up to. November 3rd, Thor Ragnarok. November 17th, Justice League. 
Yours goes all the way to December? Oh. Star Wars Episode Eight in December. Oh, yeah. Jumanji. <clears throat> Pitch Perfect 3. That's the, uh, that, finally, Merry Pitchmas. That's what that's supposed to be. About time. So there really aren't that many nerdy movies this year. No. That's I think what? we had more for 2016. Well, we had Deadpool, Batman v Superman. Yeah. Civil War. Civil War. Suicide Squad. Doctor Strange. Fantastic Beasts. Rogue One. And Episode 8. Episode 7. Star Wars. That wasn't this year. That was 15? Yeah, it was 2015. Oh, wow, man. That feels like forever ago. Well, we watched it at the end of 2015, so... Mm. And then we started this podcast for Deadpool. That was the next movie that we started. It was our second episode of this podcast was Deadpool. And now this is episode 40, man. Yeah. We're 40 weeks into this, and it's almost the new year. Which, okay, but... Before we get real deep into the Christmas special here, I just wanted to say we saw Rogue One. Rogue One was dope. We're doing a special on Rogue One next, probably yes. the twenty-sixth. We're gonna have Aaron Dwyer, possibly Robbie Fugate, possibly Brandon, and um, all that good stuff. But we're gonna get right into our Christmas special right now. All right. All so, right, like I said, uh, our first thing we watched was it's a Marvel superhero movie. It's on uh, Netflix. It's called Frost Fight. Um, the quick little summary of it is in Marvel in Marvel superhero adventures Frost Fight, the holiday season gets extra gets extra chilly as Loki and the Frost Giant Ymir plot to conquer the world. A team of Marvel heroes must stop the villains from stealing Santa's power. If anyone can actually find the mysterious Mister Claus. Fortunately, Rocket Raccoon and Groot are also hot on Santa's trail. Heroes, villains, elves, and cosmic bounty hunters collide in an epic quest that leave the fate of the holiday and the world itself in the balance. So, yeah, pretty much a good little summary. <laughs> this movie was really good, man. Yeah. Like, it was pretty cheesy, but I liked child. it. Like, it was for kids, kind of, but it was still awesome. Like, there was nothing super spectacular, like, you know what I mean? Like, boom, that was badass kind of shit, but... I know, yeah, I liked it. I thought it was really, it was really cool. Just what it looks like up here, guys. Whoops, I gotta get used to that. Can I see it? Yeah. <laughs> Marvel's Frost Fight. <laughs> yeah, so that's what that's what that looks like. Find it on Netflix. Definitely worth checking out. Pretty People can sweet. see that right now. People can see that. That's cool. That is what that's what this looks like. That's what it looks like to to stream from this uh this thing. You just like edited out of it. No, I didn't. It looks like it. it, looks like it. Oh, I just it, it runs in the background. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. So we have donned our Christmas sweaters for this joyous occasion. We got this from the Dallas store. Oh, I got this from Walmart for twenty dollars. It looks like you. This looks like me. Yeah, your your goatee. If you had a a long goatee, it was white. Your mustachio. Right. Okay. So the rest. Ooh. Hold on a second. What'd you just do? Deleted our video on accident. How? Oh. Hold on. There we go. Hey guys. <laughs> Sorry. Cool. Wait. Let's move this back over. And move this down here. There we go. Okie dokie. Now we're going to get into our summary of our own. We got the summary, and we got a little history on Santa Claus himself within the Marvel Universe. 
Um, we will read that at the end, actually, because it's... You don't really find out too much of his powers in the movie, but... And like I said, we also have clips from the actual movie itself that uh, I'm I'm not certain I can throw into this. I might be able to, but um, I don't even want to mess it up. So if you want to hear those clips, go to our YouTube page, check out the clips there. There's actual video to go along with it. Um, and the uh, you can check it out in our actual podcast. RSS feed podcast. Which is going to have a lot more Christmassy atmosphere and ambiance going on uh, in that. So definitely check it out. We even had a certain Mr. Claus send us a video message to do our intro. Yes, we did. A certain Mr. Claus. A certain Mr. Claus Claus himself. (laughs) Remember on on the movie The Santa Claus? He goes, it's the Santa Claus. Like... The clause of a... Contract. Of a contract. Yeah, I think it's so funny. Alright, so we open up to a fight on the beach against a frost giant named Ymir. As the team fight, as the team fights him, Reptile, on a recon mission, discovers that Loki is behind the whole thing. Yes, real quick. That Reptile is a character I've never even seen before. No, I, I've never seen him either. Like it's, He's interesting. His power is he can turn his body into any type of dinosaur. Yeah, it's pretty strange. I'm going to look him up specifically, so... Um, let's see. So he finds out the Loki's behind the whole thing. And... Oh, they did a pretty good job, though. He looks pretty cool. Yeah. The Avengers, the initiative. Powers and abilities. Reptile wears a crystallized bone medallion that allows him to take on the abilities of different dinosaurs just by thinking about them. He initially cannot fully transform into a complete dinosaur, but can shapeshift various parts of his body into a different dinosaur appendages like a tail to strike enemies, changing his arms into pterodactyl wings or having claws like a velociraptor. However, after briefly possessing the body of his future self in a fight against Korvac, he retains the ability to fully transform. He possesses the strength and ability of whatever dinosaur he is using, and his skin always turns red and scaly whenever he uses his abilities. Reptile also has some empathy abilities with dinosaurs. He can sense other reptiles, but he cannot control them or influence their behavior at this time. His amulet is magical in nature and recently embedded itself into his chest. Not much is known about it except that it's not actually the source of his powers, but only the catalyst that allows him to use them. Interesting. So he's on a very there's there's not you don't know too much. No, that's but, cool though. Yeah, like, but what's different? Like Beast Boy can just do that too, plus any other animal, and so can Bixen can take on the power of any animal that's ever lived on the planet. Right. Oh so well, yeah. What makes him special? Well, I guess Beast Boy is DC. So is Vixen. And so is Vixen. So he's but just... Uh, he's like their... He's like a boring version of Beast Boy. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, it's cool, though. He can take any dinosaur he can think of, and he gets their strength, and... Yeah. I mean, it's pretty powerful. Yeah, T-Rex is strong as shit. But... Yeah. Well, in that movie, he changed his head into a T-Rex Yeah, head. it was funny. Alright, so... After the Avengers chase them off, Loki and Ymir have a discussion where Ymir tells Loki about the powerful Yolnir, a.k.a. Santa Claus. He's part frost giant, part elf, which gave him amazing power, which enabled him to be able to do as he does, delivering to all the children of the Nine Realms in one night. Yeah, we have a clip explaining, uh, Ymir explaining that to Loki. Yeah, so I'm going to put that clip in here right now for all of the uh, podcast listeners. If you want to check it out, you're going to have to subscribe, go to our YouTube channel right now, check it out. Um, come back, whatever you want to do, you can do after the show. Um, he explains this entire thing, it's pretty cool. Apologies, Lord of Ice. Please continue. 
I tell the tale of Yolnir. Oh, stop. I've heard this tale. Yolnir is a silly legend. His kind and generous winter antics are a fairy tale to amuse Asgardian children and gullible frost giants. <sighs> it's utter nonsense. No. Yolnir is nearly as ancient as I am. And just as real. Part frost giant, part elf, Yolnir was born with immense power. So, they come up with a plan to go to the planet of Alfheim. That's not, that's A-L-F-Heim, not Elf, like E-L-F. To steal his mighty powers for themselves, using the Casket of Ancient Powers which can transfer even the greatest of abilities from one to another. Loki being Loki lets a humongous monster loose in New York, interrupting a training session, a weird Iron Man car wash. Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> shit, dude. It was so weird. Um, and just whatever else they were doing. So the Avengers go out to New York and dispatch this giant dinosaur. It's huge. And yeah. this is where we were talking about Reptile doing that with his head. He, yeah, they made himself look like a baby dinosaur and that big-ass one was like petting him and, like, and licking him and it doing it was yeah it was weird um let's see they put together that it was a trap and we get a special surprise of rocket raccoon and Groot from the guardians of the galaxy so yeah i did not even expect it to happen he no just, it was very interesting um the very first time i ever heard of them even being animated i knew that they were coming out with a show maybe mm-hmm. of that happening but Either way. Uh, so they're flying through space with a ship that is falling apart. And in order to make some quick cash, they discover a bounty that is out for Yolnir, which is Santa Claus. Yes. We cut to Loki and y- y- Ymir on the planet of Alfheim, which is very Christmassy. It's like a planet covered in candy canes. Yeah, like and fucking candy canes and mints and gi- giant gingerbread men statue things. And it's very colorful. and like it, it, was, was, it was the epitome of Christmas. Like, it yeah. was Christmas there all the time. Yeah. It reminds me a lot... The episode of Community when remember they were all clay and Abed was like oh, it was on Christmas and Abed oh was yeah here. and every like uh, everybody was that Troy was a drummer boy and then yeah uh, Jeff was a teddy bear yeah no 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 Jeff was something Jeff was a Jack in the Box oh yeah okay and then Pierce was a teddy bear interesting but it was like that it was candy canes everywhere and mints like it was a Christmas right land it was really cool uh, let's see I totally just lost where I was. Oh, okay. So all of the team besides Hulk and Thor decide to go to Alfheim with them. So all that being the Avengers. Yeah, besides Hulk and Thor. They yeah, they didn't, they didn't go. They stayed behind. Before they arrive, Loki takes the general of the Light Elf Army captive. Upon the Avengers' arrival to Alfheim, they are welcomed with hostility and blamed for Loki's actions. Now back on Earth, Thor and Hulk, who are still in New York looking for Christmas trees, are discussing Santa and Christmas traditions. Um, Thor's confusion of the holiday leads to a very comedic explanation from the Hulk about the meaning of Christmas. And we have a clip. We have that clip here. It's uh, it's wonderful. As soon as we saw it, my Deej, we need this clip. Yeah, because it's hysterical. It was... It's, just hearing the Incredible Hulk explain Christmas was fucking... <laughs> so once again, go check that clip out. I'm going to put it in the audio feed um, right now. I remain perplexed. By what? 
Why a sleigh? Why reindeer? And why must the gifts all be delivered in one night? Oh, it's the holidays. And you... like this? Like it? I love it! Wanna know why? Yes, that's what I've been asking you to explain for hours. Okay, this is why Christmas rocks. You've heard of Santa, right? Are you mocking me, Hulk? Okay, just making sure for your sake. So there's Santa, and presents which kids love, of course. Anyway, now Santa, he can fly, and presents can be anything. A toy pony, a real pony, or anything. Not just ponies. Maybe I should start over. Now I'll keep going. So there's Santa, and then there's presents. Did I say that already? I can't remember. Also, there's songs, cookies, sleigh bells, sweaters, pine trees, big socks, snowmen, pie, and then... Boom! It's the next morning, and you're sitting on a brand new pony! That was of no help whatsoever, Hulk. Alright, so... Back on Alfheim, whilst looking for Santa, Rocket and Groot get into a battle with some gingerbread men. So this means that these gingerbread men who were alive on this planet just started attacking Rocket and Groot. And they well, just... uh, I think Groot took off a button. Oh, that's right. He was yeah, trying to eat it. He took off one of its buttons, and it was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I think it punched the shit out of him first. I think it knocked him down. Probably. And then Groot quickly fucked them all up. But Yeah, for sure. Groot is so dope, dude. Yeah. He's so powerful. Uh, once again, I lost my... Back on Alphine. Gingerbread men. Oh, yeah. The Avengers, having gotten there too late, Loki and Ymir have defeated the Yoro Kraken and acquired the Casket of Ancient Powers. Then it cuts back to Thor and Hulk on Earth, back on Earth. They have taken it upon themselves to deliver presents. Yeah, like they at first they're like, "Well, we gotta go buy presents," and so they walk into the store and they're just like, "We need all your presents." <laughs> it's like you look familiar. Like I, Thor walks up, and you look very familiar. And Hulk's like, "It's Santa." And then <laughs> Hulk and Thor's like, mm, and "He like thought he was somebody else," and then it was like it was just funny as shit, dude. Like, and he finally realized he goes, "Oh, it's uncanny." And they it was just funny. Oh yeah, and his name's conveniently was Nick. Yeah. Yeah, so they come across a man who looks strikingly like Santa. I can do the rest of this. You're yeah, go ahead. So I can read. Back on Alfheim, thinking they were attacking Santa, Groot and Rocket came across the adrenaline junkie and extremely merry Mrs. Claus. Like, she didn't seem to give two shits that they just shot at her. No, she goes, no, oh, no. you must have been looking for my husband. <laughs> or something. And she goes, and she's like, get in, and I'll take you to him. And they, they like, I guess they, they said something about being old friends of his. Yeah. And after, uh, after saying they would not stop until they find Santa, the Avengers get past the guard to, and find Santa's home, only to have it disappear right before their very eyes. So, like, they just, you know, they just come in front and they're like, so finally, and then it just goes, vanishes. Back in New York, Thor, flying, <laughs> Thor is flying the sleigh and Hulk is delivering presents along with Nick, being the, and they begin their task. It was an interesting scene. Uh, the, the, like, they have, like, these fake reindeer, but Thor is right at the front. Flying, flying them around, and Hulk's just throwing presents down to the earth like meteors. Dude, just fucking insane. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty awesome. Having finally gained the respect of the guard, they find out that Santa has disappeared to Midgard, Earth, to somewhere known as the North Pole. Loki and Ymir, in a battle with the elves, takes control of a group of them with his mind control abilities. Loki does some mind control thing and takes a, like a 
a little squadron of the elves, and they're like archers, you know, typical right soldiers, I guess, whatever you want to call them. Um, during this, Hulk is throwing presents down like meteors, like I said. He, like I said, they're on fire. Like, they're fucking flying into the earth. Like, it's crazy. Having found Santa's house again, the Avengers decide to warm up and drink his cocoa. Yeah, like, they're just in there. Like, they're like, this is the best cocoa. Santa knows what he's doing. And then, right. I couldn't believe it. The Captain America is just like, sure, let's just drink his cocoa. Yeah, let's just go in there. And maybe there's a <laughs> sign, though. Maybe he's like, if anybody finds this delicious cocoa, please help yourself. I'm sure that didn't happen. I mean, it's Santa Claus. Most and, giving man in the world. Yeah, I'm sure he didn't care, but still funny. Like, he came back later <laughs> and was like, fuck! <laughs> my Coco! Like, my Coco! ready for that. My Coco! <laughs> in outer space, we're back to outer space, where Mrs. Claus is driving rocket ships. Um, because before, because she said that he's not even here anymore, so and he goes, alright, well, we gotta go, we're gonna go there with our ship. And she goes, you have a ship? She goes, I want to fly it. Or she's like, she's an adrenaline junkie, man. Like, she's crazy. She loves it. So she's flying it, like, and she's a horrifying rocket. Rocket is losing his mind, dude. It's flying through meteors and fucking. He's like, we need to get away from this asteroid right now. And she's like, I'll live a little. <laughs> she convinces them that Santa is not actually bad at all. She just explains. Because they don't know of Santa. They just heard of Yonir on the. Oh, you yeah. know, on the bounty. So, you know, she's like, oh, he just dedicates his life to giving gifts. And they're like, shit, maybe we're not. He's not bad. Maybe we shouldn't try to go capture him. Not that they could anyway. Right. Um, the team share some of their favorite Christmas memories of Santa. Only Tony Stark having a poor memory. You know, uh, Reptile actually had a memory. He wrote a letter to Santa, and he brought him a whole bunch of dinosaur toys. Right. Because that, that they couldn't afford. And then... Captain America got a baseball and a baseball bat so he could finally play baseball. He said he was terrible, but he still enjoyed himself. Right. Um, Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. What does she do? She had something. Oh, yeah, planes. Yeah, she liked planes, and then she expected a plane for her birthday, but she got a ticket to the air show. Well, she got she to got sit, to sit in the plane. Yeah, yeah, so that's yeah. pretty sweet. And then uh, Tony Stark wrote a letter to Santa only to get it sent back to him saying that it was undeliverable. So for him, that was definitive proof that Santa was not real. So yeah, the, well, yeah, all he asked for in the letter was proof that he is real. That he is real, so. But the skepticism he has, like, throughout, it's so funny to me that he wouldn't believe in Santa after seeing, because somebody says it, I think, in the movie. They say, it's like, what? I was like, oh, Santa can't be real. He goes, what? And, and oh, like, I think Thor says it. And it's like, what? And you're Thor from Asgard? You know what I mean? Like, right. You're just as much of a myth as he is. Like, Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's very true. Uh, outside, a battle between the Avengers and Loki ensues, where finally Yonir shows up. Loki, having successfully stolen the powers of Santa, now has an immense power. Now, because Loki does something, and then Santa, like, just shrugs off his beam. Like, pff, he just shrugs it off. Right. He goes, you do have the power to control space-time. So, I guess that's how he succeeds in his, his duties. And Loki takes it, but it just seems like he's a speedster the way he's doing this. Like he's yeah. going so fast. I thought about the same thing, man. He he was moving really, really quick, and yeah. everything else was in slow motion. And I was just like, that's just it was like cool. A he took he put he has, you know, it says right here, and he puts the Avengers on their respective asses. He sure does, dude. He, all all of them. He fucks them up. But as in every Avengers movie or every superhero show. It is ulti he is ultimately defeated, and Santa's powers are returned. Um, so it's funny because like. Loki beats the shit out of them once, and then the ba second battle ensues, and then Loki just gets killed. Not yeah, killed, but yeah, like, like pretty quickly. Like, why could he just do the same thing again? Like, right. 
in a last-ditch effort, um, Ymir, having been knocked out and kind of forgotten, uh, attempts to take them all on, and, you know, he puts them in this huge fucking ice. It looks like, I mean, it reminds me of the, the Fortress of Solitude, just kind of, like, it was just like... Yeah, it's like a giant ice, ice prison. Yeah, it was like, they had, like, Loki's, like, like Thor's arm was stuck, and, you know, everything was... Everybody was just fucking stuck in it, and then... This is when Santa, Mrs. Claus, and Rocket and Groot come in with their ship and just blast the shit out of it, rescuing them all. Um, Santa, having lost some time, says he's got to get to it, and the Avengers agree to help him deliver gifts. While Hulk sings a parody of the Deck the Halls. Which we also have a clip of. Yeah, you cannot miss this. Yeah, so definitely go check that out. Slow down time with Santa's powers. Years of work gets done in hours. Please send a bill to Tony Stark. No, it was cool. It was funny because there's a scene where they were like rebuilding the house, and Loki's like, "Why can't Santa do this? He's he can do this. He he's, he has his powers back. He could just keep building Loki or some shit like that." <laughs> yeah, and Ymir is like lifting everything. Yeah, it was, it was weird. Funny. It was weird. It was good. Good movie. Loki. At the end, Santa gives them all gifts, and Groot turns into a magnificent Christmas tree, which I had no idea he had the ability to just transform <laughs> into a thirty-eight foot tree. <laughs> it was cool. It was pretty interesting. I mean, I I know he had the ability to grow himself. I didn't know he had the ability to grow leaves or plant, you know, plants on himself. So that's that's an interesting thing for on Thor's part. But all right, well, that is the the whole summary of the video. Now we have a little bit of history of Yolnir. Um, he is the son of a light elf mother and a frost giant father, the only being like himself in existence. Yolnir was born with the power unmatched by any being in the Nine Realms. Rather than use the power to conquer and rule, he instead sought to use it to help those too weak to help themselves, the children of the Nine Realms. Each winter solstice, Yolnir sets out and delivers gifts to the children of the Nine Realms, all in one night. A feat unmatched by anyone. Yeah, as you see when uh, in the clip we have of Ymir uh, telling Loki about him, he uh, pretty much said that he's the only one capable of doing what he's doing. Like Nobody else could do it. It's not even possible. Right. And on Midgard slash Earth, he is known as Santa Claus. So I got a pretty good little chunk of his powers right here. If I want to read them real quick. Um, he has a power grid. Apparently intelligence of three, strength to four, speed at seven, energy projection, fighting skills, teleporter, and strength on Christmas Eve. Santa Claus has a number of magical abilities, including longevity, the ability to fit himself and others through any chimney, avoiding fiery injury in the process, levitate up a chimney, usually by touching his nose and nodding, after the appearance of himself or other objects or being, alter the appearance of himself or other objects or beings, including physically transforming a person into an inanimate object, change the size of, their, of other objects, teleport himself and others across the world, generate snow, and determine who has been naughty or nice. Leplin's core of a tuna tree <laughs> I that. is said to resemble a hare's ears, which were rumored to be Santa's ears. That means that he listened to determine who was behaving. His normal strength is augmented on Christmas Eve to lift press two tons. So he's not super strong. He's not Hulk strong, even not even close. 
Right. Um, Santa's full powers are not revealed, though he prefers not to use them in combat or other struggles. While he appears to be a senior, Santa has not physically aged in centuries. Because, like, even y Ymir was saying that he's almost as ancient as Ymir, and Ymir's old as fuck. Yeah, well, yeah, like, right here I have, uh, Ageless Immortality. Ymir claims Yulnir is every bit as ancient as himself, which would make him thousands of years mm -hmm. old, predating Thor, Loki, and even Odin. He commands a sleigh, pulled by a number of magical flying reindeer, including Blitzen, a.k.a. Blixen and Blixen. Comet, Cat, Comet Cupid, Dasher, Brand, Dasher, Dancer, Donner, whatever. Rudolph and Vixen. He magically enable him to travel across the planet, stopping at most houses along the way in a single night. His magical sack, actually a tesseract, serving as a portal to a sort of storage dimension. Holds enough presence to supply the entire world in one trip. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess that doesn't, that's really it. Yeah, it's like right here. It's the space-time manipulation chief among Yolner's powers. The ability to manipulate the fabric of space-time. He can use this to slow down time on Christmas Eve, allowing him to do years' worth of delivering... years' worth of work delivering gifts to children in just hours. So that's pretty interesting. Most so of that you already, we already knew. Right. But So that's that. That's Santa of the Marvel Universe. That's the thing we get, so definitely go check that out. That is Frost Fight. You're going to want to give that a watch just before. The, oh, Christmas yeah, is awesome. in five days, so you don't have much time. But definitely go on there. It's just a couple hours long. This is what it looks like once again. Find that on Netflix. You won't be disappointed. Like, like I said, it's a little childish here and there, but there's so nothing really wrong with it. It is Blade Number Four has Santa Claus on it, attacking Blade. Interesting. That's a cool fucking thing. Yeah. yeah and this Santa looked dope in this movie too. He looked awesome. Let's see. So there's one more thing. There's another image I gotta get, and I'll show you guys the the cover looks like of what we're covering next. It's, uh, it's JLA Number Sixty. Twas the fight before Christmas is what it, is what it was called. It was pretty cool. A uh, real, uh, real short comic book, just a regular length, I guess. Uh, just to let you guys know, too, we were supposed to have a special guest on today, but due to a short series of unfortunate events this morning, delaying the podcast from what I told him was going to be, um, he couldn't. He didn't end up making it on here. So there's that is an apology to Filthy Gaming. MD, I think that's Filthy Gaming MD on Twitter. That's what we were gonna have him on the show. We'll get him on here another time. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and start on this real quick while he puts that up. Uh, JLA number sixty was the fight before Christmas. Plastic Man, while trying to put Woozy's nephew to bed, makes up a story about Santa being in the JLA. Due to the boy's lack of belief in Santa, he's like, "What do you mean, Santa's real, dude? Like, he's real." Right? Yeah. He's like, "Oh, yeah." That's what plastic, plastic man said that. Okay. Yeah. He fails to make any impression until they both look out the window and see Santa riding in the snow with his heat vision. It turns out to be Martian Manhunter playing a practical joke with Green Lantern, which is funny as shit. Because even because not even Plastic Man knew. Um, history of Santa in the DC Universe. Santa Claus is one of the most famous and beloved icons of childhood folklore whose name and visage has become symbolic with the holiday known as Christmas. In the old tradition, Santa Claus was thought of as a portly man, 
with a white beard and lived at the North Pole and managed a colony of elves who manufactured toys all throughout the year. On December 24th of each year, he would ride off in a sleigh driven by eight reindeer to distribute gifts to children around the world. <coughs> he maintained a census of which children were naughty and which children were nice, doling out his gifts accordingly. This is the story that most children are raised to believe, but the true story of Santa Claus is steeped in mystery and conjecture. By the account of Magus John Constantine, the, the historical Santa Claus was actually Agios Nicholas, Saint Nicholas, born in Patara, Lycia, Turkey, in 27 CE. As an adult, Nicholas was appointed the Bishop of Myra, where he developed a reputation for performing miracles such as resurrecting the dead. He was also known for his benevolence, charity, and anonymous gifts to the poor. Nicholas passed away in 343 CE when he was ascended into sainthood. His remains were entombed in Myra until the 11th century when the Saracens invaded Turkey. The faithful disinterred Nicholas's remains and shipped them to the Bas Basilica di San Nicola in Bari, Italy, when they remained undisturbed for centuries. In 2008, John Constantine located the skeleton of the Holy Nicholas and arranged to have the remains shipped back to England for use in occult ritual. In order to get the remains through customs, Constantine had them ground into powder and convinced the custom agent that it was gardening fertilizer. He used some of the powder for his ritual, then snorted the rest as if it were cocaine, <laughs> musing about how it was going to be a white Christmas. Interesting. Whether the skeleton that Constantine acquired really belonged to actual St. Nicholas, or whether this individual was in fact Santa Claus is a matter of interpretation. Even if the original corporeal body of Santa Claus is no longer existed, the essence of Santa Claus proved to be truly immortal. Let's see. One year, a group of disgruntled thugs known as the Sealmen decided to kidnap Santa Claus out of revenge for giving them inappropriate gifts. The Sandman, Garrett Sanford, and his friend Jed liberated Santa from the Sealmen and cleared up what was otherwise just an embarrassing misunderstanding. The Sandman and Jed helped Santa to deliver the presents to all the children of the world that year. Let's see, Lobo, par paramilitary Christmas special. This was I was trying to get this one because this would have been fun to read. Hell yeah. But one rather biased account of Santa Claus, however, did not paint him as a jolly old gift giver, but as a merciless slave owner known as Chris Crusher Kringle. Interesting. This concept of Santa Claus was a brutal dictator who ran an empire out of his stronghold at the North Pole. <coughs> Excuse me. He maintained an army of elves and though a... Uh, oh, and through a practice of planned malnutrition was able to keep them short <laughs> in stature and fierce as ferrets. Several years ago, one of Crusher Kringle's primary rivals, the Easter Bunny, hired the intergalactic bounty hunter Lobo to assassinate Santa Claus. Accepting the bunny's payment, Lobo was only too happy to see the job through. He traveled to the North Pole and blazed a bloody trail of destruction as he massacred dozens of elves just to reach Kringle's throne room. Santa proved to be more than just a fat old man, though. The two the two faced each other in mortal combat. <laughs> and Santa came Fight. at Lobo with two sharpened shivs. Lobo would not be defeated and defeated his yeah, Lobo would not be defeated and defeated his adversary by decapitating him. After that, he went outside and shot Rudolph. While this account seems incredible at best, Lobo has maintained that it did in fact take place. <laughs> I would love to read that. Even if some of Lobo's account was valid, 
Santa Claus still continues to exist in the hearts and minds of children across the globe. Although he seldom interacts with members of the superhero community, there are those such as Superman and Impulse who can attest to Santa Claus's existence. Hmm. So we just talked about Plastic Man entertaining his sidekick's nephew Weezer by claiming that Santa was in the JLA, telling the story based on that, which is what we just talked about. So in the DC Universe's powers and abilities... Charisma, immortality, magic, paraphernalia, paraphernalia, equipment, toy bag, Santa's sleigh, same thing, weapons, coal lumps, shivs. <laughs> shivs. Coal uh, lumps. Coal lumps. The precise nature of these lumps of coal is uncertain, but in general has an emotional effect. Damage and confidence, pride, motivation <laughs> on those that receive it. Shivs during Lobo's adventure. We just talked about that. And against Car, oh Zarnian. Zarnian, the bounty hunter. That's Lobo. He's Zarnian. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, oh, the Zarnian bounty hunter. I see. So some some notes. Due to the mythic nature of Santa Claus and his one-time association with Garrett Sanford, it is not unreasonable to assume that Santa has a strong presence in the dreaming. In the dreaming. Oh, maybe that's not the name of something. I don't know. This character is an adaptation of Santa Claus, a character. In traditional stories, these include, but may not be limited to, religious texts, myth, and or folklore. More information to the on the original can be found on Wikipedia. <laughs> this character is fictional representation of St. Nicholas, a real person. So, let's see. Some trivia about Santa Claus. He once had a giant gorilla named Kong coincidence as a roommate and despite constantly advancing apocalyptian defenses and weaponry santa claus manages to personally give Darkseid a lump of coal every year i don't understand i'm trying to write this comment but it's not letting me post it no it's stupid i already thanked him oh i don't understand how the why it won't let me write it that doesn't make any sense Whatever. Alrighty. Well, yeah, that, the comic book was, it was short, but it was, you know, it was, he was explaining the story about how the demon came up and was giving kids gifts with stipulations to be bad. So it pretty much put Santa out of business because every kid in the world was bad. Yeah, the demon neuron. Yeah, so it was just, uh, so Santa, the, the idea was Santa went to go defeat him. The Justice League shows up, and they get in a huge Christmas battle, and Santa ends up saving the day with his heat vision. Yeah, it was funny, because they put Santa in his own toy Container package. thing. It was funny. It was like Santa Claus on card, featuring a toy sack and a Santa mask, and it was, it was just interesting. It was funny, that kid was just picking it apart. He goes, well, if they were in hell, how could Martian Manhunter be there? He's weak to fire. You know, if if these tools are all wet magic, why weren't it hurting Superman? And like, It was just funny. Like, Yeah, it's true, though. I mean, the kid's smart. Yeah, but regular people shouldn't know the weakness of the Justice League. Doesn't seem fair. Yeah, but well, it right. turns out in the, in the end he was just you know he was he was completely just pulling his leg. Yeah, but who knows if what he actually is in the DC yeah, universe? Yeah, that's true. And then, well, that's that's because when when he showed up at the end and it was Martian Manhunter. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, oh, there, we saw a real Santa Claus. Yeah, there was like a real Santa Claus. He goes, <laughs> heat vision. Okay. He's like the imagination of some people. Yeah, it was funny, but. All right. Um, now, this is something we found. We don't know the accuracy of it. I don't think J.K. Rowling had anything to do with this. If she did, maybe. I don't know. No, the, the only thing that I had read is that 
Father Christmas was mentioned out of four of the seven books. Yeah. So I I feel like he should have a role in this world. That's he should there yeah there should be some. I wouldn't be surprised if there was a Santa Claus or somebody that re- represents Santa Claus. Actually, before we get into this, I read a very interesting story last night about how Willy Wonka is part of the wizarding community. Like Willy Wonka is a wizard. Yeah. And how? Well, it was like it was an interesting story about him. It was like uh, he was in front of the Wizengamot. Yeah. And being taken or being uh, uh, interrogated by Dumbledore and for use of magical abilities in, in the presence of muggles um, using uh, man-made muggle machinery and enchanting them and all this stuff like that and then where did you read that? on Facebook like I saw uh, I don't I, it was interesting and I guess I could see because all the stuff he was making was pretty like Unrealistic. Yeah, yeah, and then and then he like defended himself by saying like that the tickets that were in the chocolate were enchanted tickets and they could only be found by second generation squibs, and so so he wasn't at fault there because he wasn't doing he wasn't doing magic in front of muggles and and so on and so forth, and that the Dumbledore was like, oh well, he was like, what about your machinery? He's like, well, muggles invented machinery, yes, but he goes. I made all that machinery myself and enchanted it myself, so I am not technically a muggle. And something he's like, he's like, every wizard lives in a house made out of bricks. Muggles invented bricks. Blah 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 blah. He's like, they they could be in the same. It was crazy. It yeah, was a really I good story. A good so argument. he he ended up just being, you know, the, the apple in Dumbledore's eye by the end of the thing. And Interesting. It was a pretty cool story. Interesting. But I don't I I don't think it was canon whatsoever. It was just it's just fun. It'd be funny. It was like chocolate frogs by Willy Wonka. Like, right. We, we That'd be interesting. That and shit and <laughs> Bertie bought every flavor beans a Willy Wonka product. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> but all right, so we're going back. Santa Claus in the Wizarding World. Like we said, we don't know the accuracy or the legitimacy of this, but it was kind of interesting. So we wanted to read it. Yeah. As a matter of fact, the picture that came along with this article was a picture of Dumbledore yeah. from the first two movies. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it was it was really weird. Well, it's called a uh, Professor Christopher Kringle, December twenty fifth, nine nine eighty one to present, better known to the Muggle world as Santa Claus is a muggle-born wizard and a breeder of magical creatures, which is pretty obvious. Kringle was born to muggle parents before the establishment of the International Statute of Secrecy, when he began his term at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. During its first year in operation, 992, he excelled in muggle studies under Professor Rowena Ravenclaw. So he was there, like, like probably, he was, like, one of the first, one of the first students. Yeah. If he was taught by Rowena yeah. Ravenclaw, Ravenclaw yeah. for sure. Due to his parentage and soon discovered the hatred some of his fellows had against muggles. So he was a muggle born. You know, he was a, he's a, he's a Hermione. Right. In order to stop the rivalry, rivalry between muggles and wizards, after his graduation, when he inherited the estate of a very distant wizard cousin, including over 1,000 house elves. So what we're getting from this is that his, his cousin lived at the North Pole, and then that's how he acquired that estate. And the elves that build all the toys are actually house elves, which is cool. That, it, it works. Like, yeah, you know, this, it totally this, works. This all might not be actual or maybe not, but it works. It fits. Um, Thousand house elves began giving gifts to all the muggle children every Christmas, using time turners to stop at every home in one night. The only problem I have with this is why just muggle children? No wizard children get presents like that I would have nah, I mean in the movies they did so yeah but not from Santa 
I never once saw them say, or in any of the books say, oh, this one's from Santa. Huh. You know what I mean? Good point. I have so, to, I, I don't, like I said, they said that he's mentioned out of, you know, Well, Father four, Christmas is, I don't know. Yeah, four out of, the five, out of the seven books, so I don't mm-hmm. know, I can't remember in what context he's mentioned. I wish we could, I wish her, she just made like a little book, like, you know, like a really little, like, just to, just to find out. World. I would yeah, love that. That would be amazing. Um, you can go next, although... Although the elves provided most of the help, he soon realized that he would need more service. And though, and through breeding a reindeer, the symbol of powerful magic, and an owl, symbol of wisdom, he created the earliest flying reindeer. So he breeded a reindeer and an owl. Huh. That's so weird. Um, he created the earliest flying reindeer. One of the early attempts that breeding a rain oh of breeding a reindeer in a phoenix failed. And the phoenix genes accidentally left the reindeer with a red pigment in his nose, which is That's the muggles know as Rudolph. I accept it. I, <laughs> I accept that. You have to accept that. Kringle, under the alias of Santa Claus, soon became a muggle legend. So in his later life, in 1692, when the International Statute of Secrecy was created, Kringle was an exempted from the law due to the fact that he was now a muggle legend. The same year, he became a teacher of Muggle Studies at Hogwarts and married Merry Christmas. What? <laughs> a Muggle woman. He established his home in the North Pole and made it unplottable, so it can never be put on a map. See, a lot of this fits. Like It, it makes sense. Yeah. So we'll and leave with his legacy. As of 2009, Claude was the oldest living wizard in the world and the most well-known. Yeah. Huh. I wonder how powerful he is. I wonder. I don't know. Like you said yesterday, maybe Dumbledore is Santa. <laughs> man, I don't know. He's a busy dude, man. He is a pretty busy dude. And well, Dumbledore is not a muggle-born, so... True. Very true. But that uh, that's all we were really able to find. Uh, we could have... Uh, we, as a pair, have never seen the Star Wars Christmas special. Or the holiday special. I've heard that it's very weird. Is it a cartoon? No. Live it action? is a live-action film. It's like an hour long. How old is it? It came out in the 70s. Really? But apparently it's very odd. There's like Luke and shit in it? Yep. Luke, Leia, Han, The same Chewie. actors? Yep. I had no idea that existed. I don't know why we didn't watch that. Well, because it's apparently very odd and very um, not as Christmassy as it's supposed to be. Oh, so like it was like... Like, I, I, guess, I guess there's... <laughs> as far as I know, there is like a scene of... Like it opens up on Chewbacca's family, interesting. And they're having a, like they have a seven-minute conversation with no <laughs> subtitles at all. <laughs> well, there's no subtitles at all, so you have no idea what the hell they're talking well, about. Well, they never is subtitles when he talks. Well, no. And then so you just get a bunch of Wookies speaking to each other, and then his father goes in to watch this video, like a virtual reality video of like a really seductive dance, and this goes on for another seven minutes. Interesting. And it seems as though he's like pleasuring himself to this video. Who? Chewbacca? Chewbacca's father. What? In some weird way. Now we have to watch this. I have to watch this movie. And yeah, so we'll we'll watch it. Maybe we'll do it we'll, we'll talk about it when we do Rogue One. It'll be the day after Christmas. Yeah. Which Chris December twenty sixth now all of a sudden is called Christmas Day Observed. In what in the world? On my calendar. What's that mean? I don't know. Like it it's Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. Instead of it saying Boxing Day, it says Christmas Day Observed.
it means that the holiday, say Columbus Day, October 12th, is actually on a different date than the day off that people get. Often in the U.S., the holiday is celebrated on... Oh, yeah, okay. It's like when a bank, if a holiday lands on a weekend that they're already off, like on a Sunday, mm. they get the next Monday off because they didn't get a holiday off, which to me is fucking bullshit. Oh, I see. That means that, like, so all since Christmas is on Sunday, all the banks are still going to be closed Monday because they didn't get their holiday off. Right. they were already off. But th that's nonsense, in my opinion. Right. So the, are the kids not going to go to... Oh, yeah, well, the kids are already have, yeah, out of Christmas school for break. 10 days, so... Yeah, so any job that would normally be closed on Christmas... Right. ...will be closed on Monday or something. I don't... It's stupid. I doubt. I mean, yeah, on, only, well, like, office jobs and stuff. and shit. No, yeah. But, so, anyway, that's when we're doing our Rogue One special is December 26th. Yes. Um, go see it. You have a little, six days to go watch this movie before... You know, before we do the special, it was good. It was so good. That's all we're gonna say about it. Nothing else. Yeah, like it was. It was the movie we didn't know we needed. Yeah, we're gonna do it that day. Maybe we'll watch. We'll, we'll watch that Star Wars Christmas special if I can find it. I don't know, know where to look for it, but maybe it's on Yiffy. Yeah, maybe the wire has a copy of it or something. Who knows? Um, we'll try to find that. Watch it, and maybe we'll talk about that at the beginning yeah, of the Star Wars episode. Maybe we'll watch. We'll, we'll watch that. And uh, we'll go from there. But I have nothing else to say. It's, it's, Christmas is in five days. Be sure, dude, you guys got to go. We're going to go live. Lane's going to go live on Christmas night. Both of us. We're going to go live. We're going to do our gift exchange December 25th at, in the evening. Not for very long because it's Christmas Day. But I got him something really cool, custom-made nerdy item. And he got me something nerdy as well pretty cool it's not like created but it's awesome it's so we're gonna go live and we're gonna do our gift Shit, exchange i wish you could open it right now that's fun and so keep an eye on that i made him something really dope i it's not entirely custom made but i edited something and made it custom so you're gonna have to check it out but I, other than that i'm through with what i gotta say merry christmas to all of our listeners thank you for sticking with us for 40 weeks i appreciate it we 40, appreciate it. 40 weeks of Nerd Talk Lips. We're going to have one more episode before the year is up. Yep. So we made it to 41 for the year. Next year we're aiming for 52 more. That's right. I'm going to try. I don't have any babies planned next year. And you already got your gallbladder taken out, so we're, we're good there. Who knows if I need a liver transplant or some shit. We'll <laughs> see. <laughs> we're going to try for a full 52-week scale. If next year, if we're sitting here on this day, we're like, "All right, we're at 82." Yeah, I know, right? I'd be like, "Fuck." <laughs> we'll get it. We'll get there. All right. Well, All right. Well, you guys have a merry Christmas. Enjoy. Drive safe. Drink responsibly. Drink responsibly. That is correct. We'll see you guys next week, December 26th. Merry for Christmas. Rogue One.
Charlie as it seems, but I wear a red suit and I never bust a seam. From the hat to my boots, I'm a boss. 8,000 years old, I'm fucking hoss. I'm gonna say this, though it might be bold. You don't fucking like me here, have some gold. You Shitty gift and get I'm giving PS4s, Xbox Ones Not a fucking Walmart gift card worth 200 bucks Yeah, you're gonna know it When you get a gift from me It'll be the biggest one Mark initials SG You know Clash Maybe I'll yell Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night.